Welcome to the Wonder World Podcast, where we compile stories, cool facts, and fun for curious kids. I'm Pam. And I'm Olivia. And this is the second week of September. September 11th is Patriot Day in the United States of America and National Make Your Bed Day. Mom, do you think it is important to make your bed? What do you think, Olivia? (laughs) Very. (laughs) Yes, I have always been a bed maker. My mom drilled it into me. I don't think I drilled it quite as hard as she did into you, though. Yeah, well, I still make my bed anyway. Yeah, you do. You are a bed maker. I just make like makes the room feel peaceful to me when the bed. Exactly. Yes, very much so. September 12th is actually National Ants on a Log Day, which I think is really specific. September 17th is National Australian Citizenship Day. And in the USA, it is National Constitution Day. Famous birthdays this week include children's author Roald Dahl and entrepreneur Milton S. Hershey, who were both born on September 13th. Explorer Marco Polo and Prince Harry were both born on September 15th. It's time for some bed-making trivia. What percentage of Americans say they always make their beds? Is it A, 37%, B, 20%, or C, 19%? Keep listening, and we'll have the answer for you in a minute. In honor of National Make Your Bed Day, we're sharing a poem with you by Robert Louis Stevenson. Born almost 200 years ago in Scotland, Robert Louis Balfour Stevenson came from a long line of prominent lighthouse engineers. Prone to illness, Stevenson spent many of his winters as a young boy in bed. Perhaps all of that time in bed inspired today's poem, Bed in Winter. By Robert Louis Stevenson. In winter, I get up at night and dress by yellow candlelight. In summer, quite the other way, I have to go to bed by day. I have to go to bed and see the birds still hopping on the tree or hear the grown-up people's feet still going past me in the street. And does it not seem hard to you when all the sky is clear and blue and I should like so much to play to have to go to bed by day? Hey, Mom, what explorer was the best at hide-and-seek? I don't know, Olivia. Marco Polo. Ah, okay, I've got one for you. What did the gingerbread man put on his bed? What? A cookie sheet. (laughs) That's a good one. This week's word of the week is asunder. Asunder means to tear or pull apart into pieces. The dragon tore the castle asunder with his big claws. The superhero's powerful punch split the rock asunder, making it crack into two giant pieces. Can you think of some fun ways to use the word asunder in your conversations this week? Hey there, Wonderworld listeners. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of online content? Uncertain about what's really educational and safe for your kids? We get it. And that's why we're bringing you the Wonder Kids Club. Every week, alongside our regular Wonder World episode, your child dives deeper into history, science, poetry, and so much more. For just $7 a month, you'll get a curated package of fun activities tailored for each episode. Activities like puzzles, 
notebooking pages, engaging copy work, coloring pages, nature study, dot to dot, and so much more. As a Wonder Kids Club member, you'll also get bonus audio content every single week, so you have a little something to listen to every day. We'll be expanding on the exciting topics we cover in our episodes, ensuring that your curious explorer gets that extra sprinkle of wonder. Parents, we would love to be your companion in alternatives to screen time. Dive into a world where education meets entertainment. Let's ignite curiosity, foster creativity, and make learning an adventure. Join the Wonder Kids Club today and make every episode an immersive experience. Get more info at wonderworldpodcast.com, and we can't wait to welcome you to the club. On September 12, 1940, four teenagers followed their dog down a hole in France. In there, they discovered the Lascaux cave paintings that are around 17,000 years old. That's quite a discovery, if you ask me. Yes, it is. My goodness. Let's talk about Marco Polo, a cool explorer from a very long time ago. He was born in Italy in 1254. Marco's dad and uncle were adventurers, too and they wanted to find a new ways to trade in faraway places like China. They journeyed along something called the Silk Road. This was like a long path that connected Europe to China where people traded goods. Marco went on this adventure when he was only 17 years old, and he spent many years in China, meeting the Emperor Kublai Khan and learning all about the different places and people. Marco was amazed by the fancy cities and new things that he saw in China, such as amazing animals he had never seen before. After 20 years, he returned home and told incredible stories about his travels. These stories were written down in a book called The Travels of Marco Polo. This book became famous, especially because not many people knew about China back then. It was like a window into a whole new world, and they were excited to learn all about it. Check out these five fascinating facts about China. Number one, China has a super long wall called the Great Wall of China. It's so massive that astronauts can even see it from space. The wall was built a long time ago to protect China from invaders. Number two, China is the homeland of adorable pandas. These cuddly black and white bears are loved around the world. They mostly munch on bamboo and are known for their playful nature. Number three, many of the cool things we use today were invented in China. They gave us things like paper, gunpowder, and even yummy noodles. They've been making clever inventions for thousands of years. Number four, have you ever seen a dragon dance? China is famous for its colorful dragon dances during celebrations. These long dragons are actually a bunch of people dancing together under a dragon-shaped costume. And number five, long ago, China kept a special secret. They knew how to make silk, a super soft and shiny fabric. They kept it a mystery for a while, but eventually the secret got out and silk became a valuable trade item. China's history and culture are packed with so many cool things to explore. And now back to our trivia. What percentage of Americans say they always make their beds? Is it A, 37%, B, 20%, or C, 19%? If you said A, 37%, you are correct. 19 said they make their bed often, 20% said they make their bed sometimes, 
14% said they make their bed rarely, and 7% said they never make their beds. I bet that 7% is teenagers. <laughs> it might be teenagers, though I know some adults who never make their beds. They just don't see the use in it. Hi, parents. This note is for you. The next section includes a brief, kid-friendly retelling of the events of 9-11. I just wanted to let you know and add a small pause so you can fast forward if you would prefer for more sensitive kids. Over 20 years ago, on September 11, 2001, something really scary and sad happened in the United States. There was a group of terrorists called Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda was led by a man named Osama bin Laden, and they wanted to scare as many people as possible by striking terror into their hearts. The terrorists did something awful by taking control of four airplanes that had passengers on them. Instead of flying these planes normally, the terrorists used them like big weapons to crash into important buildings. Two of the planes crashed into tall buildings in New York City. Another plane hit a United States military building called the Pentagon. The last plane was stopped by brave passengers who tried to take control. It ended up crashing in a field. When the first plane hit, people thought that this was a mistake. But when the second plane hit, everyone knew it was on purpose. Many good people, like firefighters, police, and regular citizens tried their best to save others. Some of these people even lost their lives trying to help. The people on the last plane fought against the terrorists and prevented more harm. Every year on September 11th, Patriot Day, we remember the brave men and women who fought to save others and those who lost their lives. At 8.46 a.m. Eastern Time, there's a moment of silence. This is when the first plane hit a tall building called the North Tower of the World Trade Center in New York. During this time, people pray and remember the ones who lost their lives in that very sad attack. It's also a moment to think about freedom and the brave heroes who risked everything to save others. You might notice today that the United States flag is lowered halfway down the flagpole on this day as a sign of respect. Even though it's not a day where schools and offices close, people still remember. There are special gatherings at the places where the attacks happened. In New York, there's a special place called the 9-11 Memorial. That's where the Twin Towers used to be. In Pennsylvania, there's a field where Flight 93 crashed. And in Virginia, there's the Pentagon. So remember, this day is about pausing, thinking, and remembering. It's about honoring the ones who were hurt and the ones who tried to help. Learning this bit of history may seem scary, but think about what Mr. Rogers' mother once told him. When you see scary things happening in the world, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are trying to help. This advice reminded Mr. Rogers that even in difficult times, there are kind and brave people who are working to make things better for others. And no matter what happens, we can always trust God to take care of us. Thanks for joining us on the Wonder World Podcast. If you enjoy the show, head on over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. The reviews you leave help us get the word out about the podcast to more families. And until next week, keep, keep wondering. wondering.